You're listening to the Loot Page Podcast, episode number 59. Make sure you click subscribe because I release a new episode most weeks. You can also find me over on Instagram. My username is at Luke underscore page. So this episode, I've got my wife Courtney back on and it's all about using the powers of the moon to manifest what you want and release what you don't. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. You wouldn't believe it, but I was just sitting there talking for minutes and minutes, and then I didn't even have the, the mics plugged in. So we're back for a second take. We basically did the whole podcast, spoke for two and a half hours, and then we realized it wasn't plugged in. Now I'm joking. I'm speaking for like four minutes, but probably a good thing because what we were talking about was absolute dribble, McGibble. Now that we're warmed up, we're ready to go. So um, got Courtney back on today um, for a second podcast. She's pumped. Pumped and preggers, <laughs> double P's. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah, we want to talk about something that we have been discussing, like as in to do a podcast on um, for a number of months. And we're finally doing it now because Courtney is on uh, maternity leave. Woo-hoo. So, um, <laughs> so um, yeah, she's now got time to kind of do things like this, which is good easy for me also um i don't like doing podcasts by myself anyway i just find it kind of weird speaking to myself and you know having someone to bounce off makes it easy uh so if we can get courtney on for a topic that she knows a little bit about and she can relate to then sweet stuff if it's like we're talking about coaching business and all that i don't know how much she's going to be able to chat but we're going to try and find some topics where um Courtney knows some stuff about, and then we can do some episodes and it's going to make the episodes a little bit different, a little bit more interesting, a bit of a different feel. Um, because this year I am kind of like stepping the podcast up a little bit, not going hard and intense, but just putting more focus into it. So previously I've only been doing episodes like once every two weeks. But when I saw my goals at the end of last year, I'm just like, you know what? When it comes to 2022, I just want to step the podcast up a little bit. We've had it for like two and a half years now. And uh, yeah, so now we're going to be doing episodes most weeks, getting even better guests on. Um, I'm going to be usually, I'm going to be basically doing an episode by myself every second week. So it'll be me doing an episode, having a guest, me doing an episode, having a guest. And uh, Courtney might be along with some of them yeah so she's I gonna hope be I fall into there. the even better guest category even better <laughs> guest so she's back by the way so she's going to be she's going to be with me in the, the podcast but she's not actually going to say anything <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like the insert laughter the insert <laughs> laughter just to make me feel feel good and that I'm on the right track so today we're going to be talking about we're going to get getting freaky we're getting a little weird and we're talking about the um the moon mm-hmm. um what have I called this? Using that this mic is like in the, the wrong position to where my screen is. It's in the most <laughs> awkward position. It's literally, wait, let me move this thing. 
He's been Using- husband of the year and gave me the good mic. So yeah, she's got the good mic. <laughs> well, she, yeah, Courtney is um heavily pregnant. She's got like um what we got four weeks. Four weeks to go tomorrow. Yeah. Four weeks to go tomorrow. Um, so yeah, she's just like obviously got a massive baby inside her and she can't really move around much. <laughs> so I can I can move around, but she's kind of stuck there. So I've had to give her a, a certain mark and all that. But anyway. So using the powers of the moon to manifest what you want and release bad energy. Love it. If you listen to Luke's 50th episode as well, we um where we touch on our journey to parenthood, we did give a little teaser into this. Um so if you've been hanging out all these weeks, here's the second she's plugging the sequel. <laughs> she's plugging her own podcast. How's this? It's not she's mine. Plugging her own podcast. That she was on episode 50, yeah. That was her first Day podcast. Before. And she's just plugging it. <laughs> Funny stuff. Well, yeah. Yeah, we did hint about the uh the moon, but we're gonna go through it because we if you did listen to that, you would have um, realized that we did get pretty deep in stories and that, and that was like an hour and 45 minutes. We were going to go down the, like talking about the moon, but then I'm like, no, 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 let's just do a whole separate podcast with that one. Um, so I don't really know where to start, but I'm just like, um, when it comes to the moon, I'm a moon believer. All right. I believe that the moon have powers legit. So um, what do we do? Like we kind of like this talk about how I became to believe in it and how we became to believe in it. Yeah. And like, I guess what your thoughts were about the moon to start with as well. Um, yeah, okay. Well, basically, let, let's just kind of put this out there. I'm not like um, I'm not wearing moon necklaces and shit like that yeah like i'm not like some like full-on like I, i've got moon t-shirts and all that um there is a th- and there is a theory out there that do you know that the moon actually doesn't you only ever see one side of the moon because the moon rotates around the earth and it only shows one side you never see the other side of the moon so if you ever look at the moon right get some binoculars out it kind of looks like this do you, do you see like an old dude with a moustache Oh, grumpy guy. I don't see the moustache, but I see a face. Yeah, like you see a face, right? Yeah. And doesn't matter where you are. Is it? I think is that anywhere in the world, or is it just like everyone gets to see a certain? I'm just trying to I'm think about sure. this. So the moon, the Earth rotates on its axis. Yeah. And then the moon slowly rotates around the Earth. Well, then would everyone see the same side? But Pretty sure it would. Not, yeah. We're not all seeing the same side, but from where you are in the world, you always see that same. I think everyone Access. always sees the same. I mean, you know, technically there's only um, a 180-degree face that you can possibly see. Yeah. Thereabouts, right? Yeah. Um, so I think we only, anyone in the world only sees the same 180-degree face of the moon. doesn't matter where you live. And there's a theory out there that um, there's actually, and I I hundred percent support this theory that there's aliens on the other side of the moon so basically the aliens have dug out the moon at the back (laughs) and their aliens are sitting in the back of the moon and yeah the moon what it is it's just a little shield so the aliens can watch us (laughs) basically a camera it's camera lens and there's 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 aliens behind you sitting in there yeah i don't know about that one but anyway um 
Yeah. So first of all, let's talk about the moon and let's because if you're if you're listening to this and you like you already believe in the moon and everything like that, cool. Then I don't need to maybe convince you. But if you're like skeptical, you're like, oh, what the hell does the moon do and all that type of thing, then, well, let's kind of talk about the physical effect it has on this world. So, you know, I surf mm-hmm. and a big part of surfing is the tides, um, the tides being high tide and low tide, which basically means the water rises and it falls back. Um, and this tide, it basically makes places surfable or unsurfable. Yeah, so we will go based off the tide. If it's high tide, there's certain spots that we will surf. Mm -hmm. And when it's low tide, there's certain spots that we'll surf and other places we'll avoid and everything like that. So it literally, the moon literally is the reason why the tides shift. Why? Because the um, the moon has a gravitational effect on the earth and the and the oceans. So as the moon moves around the earth, the side that's closest to the moon actually pulls the water towards it how freaky is this and it causes all the water in all the oceans of the earth to shift towards the side where the moon's pointing now there's other things this i don't want to go too deep to it but also the opposite end of the earth also pulls the other way i'm not going to go into that because it just gets too deep (laughs) go do your training on youtube and all that shit but that's what happens the moon literally actually pulls the water it's got a physical effect um our bodies what were you saying yeah so our bodies are made up of about 60 percent water is that um, legit is that is that cross-checked 60 percent water and then our blood is made up of 90 percent water i'm getting the google it so that's a huge component of yeah, water within our bodies. bodies that's also influenced by the moon yeah if we're going to be pulling out stats i've got a otherwise we um people will sue us because we've got a massive podcast <laughs> what is it how much Percentage is of water in the body, body made up of water. I thought it was 70%. 60%. Up to 60% of the at human adult body is water, according to blah, 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 blah. So there you go. Yeah. It's nuts. So it's if you're lot. thinking about, go on. No, you go. No, you go. It's your podcast. <laughs> no, that that was court, my, that was my one line. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Does sound all right. I'll see you if you start that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 60% of our body is water and the moon has a physical effect on all the water and the oceans in the world, moving it. And to give you an idea where we live in um, Victoria, in Australia, the on average, the water would shift about one and a half metres it's one and a half to two meters each day. So from highest, the highest tide to the lowest tide. Mm-hmm. So if you imagine if I'm standing, I'm 1.9 meters. So if I'm standing, so tall dude, if I'm standing, um, you know, at the ocean, basically on high tide, the water will be over my head. But then when it goes to light, low tide, all the water will be at my feet. It's crazy. Um, there's, this, there's this place in Canada. What's it called? This is this is crazy. Do you know what the um? So depending where you live, yeah, there's different shifts. The range of tides is different. Mm-hmm. So in Victoria, it's roughly two meters, mm-hmm. one and a half two meters. Do you know where the biggest shift tide shifts are in the world? It's this place in Canada. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's maybe got to do because it's higher higher up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the, the technical valleys. Reason. But have a guess what the tide shift is. 
if it's the biggest, I'm going to say eight meters. Eight meters. That's cr- that's crazy that's big. That's a lot. Yeah? yeah. So to give you an idea how big eight meters is. Yeah. Eight meters is like a big a, shark. <laughs> a, a massive shark. Yeah. <laughs> big great white. Depending like where you live, but like a house in Australia, I think like the roofs are like you know ours are two point seven, so three meters, roughly a single story house, kind of not at the if you've got a pitched roof, but just where the gutters are. Roughly, let's just say this: in an average home, you have ceiling heights three meters thereabouts. This is more than two point seven. Our bedrooms. 2.7, oh, okay. pretty sure. <laughs> oh, this is bigger. Yeah, I'm like, what? But that yeah. there, actually, I looked at this. So that there at the top of our peak there, that's six metres. Mm. Yeah, so that's huge. So mm. you said eight metres, mm. so another two. So me standing on that. Mm-hmm. So basically it's kind of like almost three-storey house. That's what Courtney's guess is. That's how much the water moves. Um, what's that um, place in Canada that has the highest tides it's like 15 meters or something oh whoa i thought eight was like an exaggeration 15 15 meters bay of fundy in canada and it has it's 15 to 16 meters it can range that's like a tsunami (laughs) yeah it's crazy (laughs) wow so that's what the moon does yeah the moon's Mm -hmm. doing this stuff um there's actually a video you should go check it out and it shows like this little port and there's boats in there and they literally like you know at the highest point and they have it on time lapse and then they, over a 12-hour period, and they watch the boat goes from right at the top of the pier to all the way down, and then they have these special little, um, like, brackets on the ground because the water fully drains out. So the boats basically are up on the top of this pier, and then it drops, 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 and it goes so deep that then they land on these little brackets which are sitting on the ground because the water disappears. That's <laughs> freaking psycho. How amazing. It is. So if our bodies are made up of 60% of water... And the moon's already doing this to water in the in the world, then you've got to go, okay, maybe it does have a physical effect on us. <laughs> so when, you know, for me surfing and you know, starting to learn about tides and all that type of thing, that that's for starters, you know, I'd always heard about, oh, the moon's got special powers, but I just thought it was kind of, you know, the, the crazy loopy people. <laughs> or people talk about full moon, you know, sending people a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like the full moon, you go crazy and you turn into a werewolf and all that shit, right? <laughs> Everyone's highly emotional. And, yeah. Everyone's highly emotional. Mm. I just want to quickly jump in and talk about a program of ours called The Leading Coach, which helps coaches grow a six-figure-a-year business organically. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making, on average, between zero and $5,000 a month, and you want to learn how to get more clients and take your business to the next level, and you've been following us for a little bit and you just love our style and our approach and what we're all about, then right now you can join the waiting list to The Leading Coach. Now, we only open up enrollments to TLC a few times a year. So um, by joining the waiting list, basically you'll be put on a notification list and be notified of when we open the doors next. And you'll also be one of the first that gets access to the Leading Coach program page, which includes all the details about what's in it, what it includes, and all the information so you can make a decision um, about whether the program is exactly what you need or not. Uh, so the link to join the waiting list is lukepage.com.au forward slash TLC. I'll also pop that link in the show notes as well. So anyway, let's get back to the episode. So you've heard that before. Um, so that was the first thing. 
Now, the next thing was, I think, was this the next thing? We was kind of like, okay, this is, this is legit. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going we're gonna, to, this is Courtney's time to shine. Story time. <laughs> <laughs> this is Courtney's time to shine. So basically, like, yeah, just like go through like what happened. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is, this is the thing. When this happened, this is like, nah, I'm 100% a believer in this moon thing because this is, it's too coincidental for this to happen. So, yeah, I'm on the moon train. So yeah. if you did listen to our earlier episode, we did touch on um, that we went through a little bit of a journey uh, to conceive. And in that journey, so this is about maybe November 2021, I um, the beautiful Elise Cook, who I've followed for quite a while, was uh, did a, po- a podcast on her birth story with Australian Birth Stories. And in it, she talked about the night that she conceived and that she just knew that she was going to conceive that night because it was a full moon and she was born on a full moon. And because I wasn't. Sorry, uh, I'm just moving over. Seeing you in the shop. Because I wasn't ovulating at this time. I was in a period of five and a half months of not ovulating. Um, so not getting my period. I thought that was really interesting. And she said that she'd read this study from um, a doctor back in the 1950s. His name was Dr. Eugene Jonas, spelt Jonas, but pronounced Jonas. 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 And he he, uh, concluded the study that women ovulate uh, when the moon is in the same moon phase that it was at the time of their birth. So she was born on a full moon. So she knew that she was going to ovulate on a full moon. And so she just had this feeling that they were going to conceive that night and they did. And I thought, well, bank that because that's really interesting and anything to do with ovulation or tracking ovulation was fascinating to me at the time. So I looked up what phase the moon was in when I was born and I was born in a waxing gibbous, which is the moon phase just before a full moon. So you have about five or six days of a waxing gibbous and then you'll have your full moon. I might just quickly look at hand. Do you know how many phases there are? I think six, six or seven, maybe. How many moon phases are there? You've got so, like a waxing crescent, waxing gibbous, waning crescent, waning gibbous, full moon, new moon. Is there a half moon? I don't know. That was pretty good. Come on, just give us the things. They're giving us videos. Come on, Nessa. I feel like there's, oh, okay, wait, eight or 12? Who knows? Seven or eight? Oh, there are eight major faces. There you go. All right. So you got full, half. Wait, wait. What are the eight phases of the moon? Just give me some. There we go. All right. So you got your full moon, which everyone knows, waning gibbous, last quarter, waning crescent, new moon, waxing crescent, first quarter, waxing so you know when you look in the in the sky at night time and you see there's a full moon, you see the whole circle, and sometimes you see like the, you know, like the, the storybook crescent type moon. Mm-hmm. That's the phases, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So yeah, I was born in a waxing gibbous, so I kind of just stored that in my memory bank. That sounds like a good song <laughs> for a t-shirt list. I was born in a waxing gibbous. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like a country song. <laughs> I was born in a waxing gibbous. I was born in a 
watching you. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so when I started seeing Nance, Dr. Amanda Wildike, my beautiful Chinese medicine doctor. Nance I mentioned this to her, I think either in December or January, I'd, I'd mentioned it. And she had heard of it before, but not his exact study. Um, so we kind of both were like, oh, interesting. Let's see. And when my cycle returned after five and a half months in February, um, we then looked at, okay, well, if it's on time and if I get back into a regular cycle where I would then, when I would ovulate in March um, and we were coincidentally going to be in Byron Bay at the time, which we love. And we happened to just look out of interest. We're like, I wonder what the moon phase is if I do ovulate around that time. And it was going to be a waxing gibbous. So we're like, interesting. We'll see what happens. Um, and I did ovulate at that time. I did ovulate in a waxing gibbous, but we didn't conceive that month. And I then looked back um, at my cycle the previous year and I'd only had my period twice in 2020 that was June and July and both I would have ovulated again in a waxing gibbous we're like oh there's definitely a pattern here um also given that my cycle wasn't consistent so you would have or did I did yeah you did which when you don't have a consistent cycle and that's the one consistency was like mm, that's quite interesting mm. So uh, then that takes us to April and um, April is when we conceived for the first time that um, sadly ended in a miscarriage at five and a half weeks. And the fear after all of the grief was that what's going to happen to my cycle? You know, is it now going to go missing again for six months? Or um, And that was a really big worry for me. And we touched on this a little bit in that podcast in that that after the miscarriage, I had quite a few surges. So because we were tracking my basal body temperature, your BBT, and you're waiting for the rise to detect ovulation and then a consistent rise after that to show you that you actually have ovulated, um, I was getting a rise, but then it was falling back off and it wasn't consistently staying at a high temperature. So this happened twice, um, which took me to about I think four weeks maybe after the miscarriage and Luke had been for a surf um, one afternoon and he came home and he said, I've had this weird day. Like I've seen like six people and I've had all these really deep and meaningful conversations and they've been quite like intense and emotive. And we were sitting down having dinner and um, I said to him, oh, I wonder, maybe it's the moon. And then it just clicked in my head that I was like, oh, my gosh, the moon. Like, where are we in a moon phase? And I think this was maybe like a Tuesday or Wednesday. We looked and it was coming up to a waxing gibbous. So either that Friday or Saturday was going to be a waxing gibbous. And I was like, maybe we're not out. Maybe it's my body's been surging. But the miscarriage had caused my cycle to then fall out of pattern and for me, it wasn't a waxing gibbous. So it's like my body was trying to ovulate, but it wasn't the right time. So we thought, okay, well, maybe we're not out. Maybe maybe we are still in for a chance this month. And it happened again. So after that was about a six-week cycle, uh, about six, six and a half weeks. And it was we conceived within a waxing gibbous with our now little one that's due in four weeks' time. So... That was kind of for us the like for my body at least 
there is a definite connection to that phase of the moon uh, and that, you know, in my six six periods of ovulation, every single one fell into a waxing gibbous. It's pretty amazing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So big claim. So you're saying <laughs> that a whenever a woman is born, whatever moon cycle they're born in, are you saying that they ovulate in the same moon cycle? That's a massive Yeah, claim. most likely. Like it's very um very common occurrence. Wow. So super fascinating. Yeah. That's like so this was like the thing when when we realized this, this was a thing where I'm like, man, this is like you sorry, but you, that's just too coincidental to happen too many times to go, there's not something going on here. When I didn't have a pattern, it's not like it was just following a normal 30-day cycle or 28-day cycle. For me, it was yeah. all over the place. Mm-hmm. And that's that window of those six days each time is the consistency. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh if you're a if you're a um if you're a woman, check it out. Go mm. back to like um the day you were born, so literally yeah. the day, the year, and have a look at what phase the moon was in and see for your next cycle if you actually do ovulate within that phase of the moon. What about the guys? We're missing out here. Yeah. It's a it's a female thing, but uh then there's been um subsequent studies about hormones and ovulation and um the female body connected to the moon and all of i guess that that strong energy pull mm. um super super fascinating i'm sure there'd be something to do with, with guys yeah there would be so like um since that i was like all right nah i'm a, I'm a moon believer and i'd had um uh i think my coach was talking about like he he was talking about the moon every now and then i'm just like uh, not my thing um, but after that, I'm like, you know what? Because he was talking about this book, this book. You can't disclose the book yet. We, we can. This is not going to be out for a, oh, okay. Sorry. You know, a couple of weeks <laughs> and then they technically have to buy it and all that. Okay. So it's going to, you know. So we're disclosing the book. <laughs> so he was talking about this book. So I'm like, you know what? Stuff this. I'm going out and I'm buying this book, or a different book that I normally buy, which is called Moonology. Um, by Yasmin Boland, good old Balwar. If you're listening, Yasmin, shout out to Yazo. And I'm like, I'm going to kind of read and look into this moon stuff a little bit more, right? Because it's perfectly, personally affected us mm-hmm. and we've had, you know, proof now where it's like, man, there's something going on here that we, you know, maybe it's not as crazy as people are saying. Um, so, yeah, I read this book and look, to... To be honest, it goes quite deep in areas and it's, I'm, I'm just like I, I took out of it what works with me and I kind of left the rest. So if you really want to get hardcore deep into the moon, cool book to go for, but this is like a good beginner's guide, yeah, if you haven't read, if you want to kind of be curious about it, immunology. Um, but it goes kind of deep in areas and, you know, you can basically live every day and you're like, hey, moon, 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 but I'm just like I'm not going that hard with it. But what I do do, is um, there's two things I mainly do, and I don't do it religiously, um, but I now do full moon and new moon ceremonies. Um, so basically when there's a full moon, this book will kind of teach you kind of what to do. And when there's a new moon, this book will teach you what to do. And I just like, whether you believe in the moon or not, these 
ceremonies, these practices and rituals are just good anyway. So I'm just like, man, these are beneficial regardless of the moon. Really and yeah, like regardless of the moon, I'm, I'm, I'm doing them is going to help you. But then, hey, because I do believe that the moon has an effect on us, that doing it coinciding with a particular phase in the moon just makes it that extra bit powerful. So I'm going to take you through two of the things that I do. First of all, full moon. Everyone knows what a full moon is, where you turn into the werewolf, yeah? <laughs> and you go crazy. Everyone's like psycho and crazy, crazy special things happen on full moons. Make love in the moonlight and that. Um, so the, the first thing, full moon is all about releasing. Um, it's all about releasing bad energy, anger, hatred, tension, and letting it all out of our body. Now, if you're living in the Western world, then you're probably going to have someone pissing you off at some stage, yeah? <laughs> it's pretty hard to not have someone annoying you these days. <laughs> um, not only that, is that we've all been hurt in the past by people yeah there's people whether it was last month or last year or from our childhood i'm sure we've all got people in our life that we've been hating on type thing so full moon's all about releasing this energy from our body because we'll never ever be truly who we're meant to be when we've got all this anger and hatred inside us. so mm. um yeah i'm just going to quickly show you through what was that it's a cleansing ceremony cleansing ceremony yeah, yeah? Because it's like we want to attract the things that we want in life. We want to manifest it. But it, you can't manifest what you want in life when you've got all this anger and hatred inside you. Well, you can't let them yeah. in. You don't have any there's no room left, essentially. No room left. Yeah. So we've got to make room in order to accept more into our lives. So that's what the full moon's about. The new moon is about your wishes and your intentions. And the full moon's about letting it go. So I'm just going to take you through a few steps on what this book has taught me. And I don't follow all the steps. There's probably twice as many, but I've just kind of cut it down to a basic level where I'm not sitting there for an hour doing this thing. And it's, you know, I'm sitting there doing all these crazy chants. <laughs> I'm not doing any of that shit, right? He does actually. I do do it. <laughs> not saying I'm against that. I'll, I'll give anything a go, but just in like what works for my style. I always talk about you got to find what works for you in life. But in order to find what works for you, you got to try shit. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to sit there and go, oh, that doesn't work for me, but you never tried it, then how do you know if you haven't tried it? So you've got to go around and just try all this stuff. And then once you have, you've tried heaps of stuff, you start to have really great self-awareness on what works for you and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you got to, I started at the start and I was doing all the chants and all that. And I'm after the second time, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to do the chants. But I'm doing the rest of it. So, yes, just find what works for you. And this is what works for me. So this is like a, I'm going to describe it as a simplified version, which is still very effective. Number one, so full moon. When it's a full moon, actually, wait, that's a, what are we doing? It? So when there's a full moon, so you can, you can just like Google this stuff. So whatever city that you live in. So if you live in New York, you just say New York moon cycles or Amsterdam moon cycles or Sydney moon cycles. Yeah. Um, so because depending where you live in the world is the, the moon cycles are different. Um, so you want to find out exactly what the moon cycle is around yeah, where you live and you know what time it is and all that shite. So when it comes to a fully moony, you're meant to do this. The best time to do your full moon forgiveness work is the night before the full moon rather than the night after it. 
So let's do a test. If the moon is at 7.45 a.m. on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. when should you do the ceremony? You should be doing it before 7, well, the night before. So yeah. 7.45 p.m. the night before. What? Yeah, well, it's just, it's just any, I think it's night. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's just like before you go to bed type thing. Mm. Yeah, so you can do it at 7.45 p.m. on Monday, but you can also do it at 10 p.m. I mean, technically you could do it at 1 a.m. if you want. But it's just like the night before before you go to bed, just the night time. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So first thing is we want to be sit down, get away from distractions, and I normally just go out on our balcony and close the door, take a few deep breaths, and you want to release any stresses or worries. <sighs> just let it all go. Then what you want to do is you want to have a pen and paper. I just use my journal. You want to you want to write this stuff down as opposed to you know having your laptop and all that. Just kind of disconnect from technology for a second. Throw your phone out. Don't bring that with you. And you want to write down any habits or thought patterns or ideas that have have that have upset you mm-hmm. and that you would like to release. So I might be like, oh, well, I've been thinking lately that I'm not good enough. So I'd write down. Um, I'm not good enough. Or I've been thinking that um, I don't, I don't, my body's not as good as those other girls. Yeah, I'm writing this down. I mean, I've got, you know, Sally next door's got an awesome body, but, you know, my body sucks compared to Sally's. So you're writing down. <laughs> this, is what, this is what goes on. Yeah, I, I say that you, all the time. If you're holding on to, I don't know, something someone did that week or, yeah, anything that's kind of consuming you. Yeah, I'm dirty at Sally, by the way. <laughs> amazing Damn body. Sally. <laughs> it's making me insecure about my body. Yeah, so then um, once you've done that, the next one is this what Courtney said, yeah, just like if you've got certain people um, that have upset you and it could be recently or it could be back in your childhood, anyone that you have not forgiven, write them down. Powerful. Yeah. Then next we want to go to, you just want to close your eyes and you want to visualize each, each person. But what you want to do is you want to, you want to picture them in like a pink bubble, smiling back at you. So I've got Sally in my mind. She's got an amazing body. <laughs> and then she's smiling at me and you want to, and she's in this little pink bubble. She's in front of me and she's in a pink bubble. And basically... We have like, you create a good feeling between the two of you, yeah? This is obviously visualization. Then once you're feeling that, then you want to say to yourself silently or you can say it out loud, I forgive you. And when you feel that you've got that and you're feeling it, then basically allow them to float off in their little pink bubble into the distance and they're gone. Just picture Wizard of Oz then. Picture, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Watch The Wizard of Oz to find out what exactly we're talking about here. Um, then you want to do that for every single person that you wrote down, yeah? The same steps there. Once you've done that, because it's, you know, full moon's all about releasing, then we want to get that piece of paper, and I love this part. Get a piece of paper, that piece of paper, fold it up, and then get your matches out or your lighter and then or your blowtorch and then burn this thing. Um, obviously, be careful where you're doing it. I just We've got like a an old saucepan that I just drop it into, but burn it 
And you're just like, yeah, I'll see you later. I'm releasing that shit, right? Then what you want to do, it's not over. Then what you want to do is you want to go back to your journal and then write down three things that um, you're really grateful for. Yeah, so three things, three people, whatever it is, three things you're really grateful for in your life right now. Same deal. Just tear that piece of paper off and then you want to burn it. Because full moon is all about releasing. We're just releasing everything out. So once we release, we're opening up to receive. Mm-hmm. So that's the full moon. Cool, we're done. And like that ceremony is very, very, um, can be quite emotional. I will admit I've only done one with Luke and I did do the new moon, uh, but I found it. No, you did the you did the full moon. Sorry, I did full moon. Mm. And I found it really cleansing. It's 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 hard sometimes putting those things to paper and admitting some of those things that maybe you're holding on to, but there is really something fundamentally powerful about letting that go and you do feel that burden kind of leave you. Um, whether you believe in the moon or not, just that ceremony alone, well, not believe in the moon, we obviously can see it. There is something there. But- it's got aliens in the back of it, just so you know. <laughs> aliens are dug out the back of it and they're sitting behind there watching uh, us. Whether you believe <laughs> the moon has a physical impact or not is irrelevant, but just the just being able to sit there with your thoughts and releasing them um, mm. is, is something I would definitely encourage people to do. Yeah, well, um, since you plugged your episode 50 podcast, <laughs> I'm going to plug my episode 57, How to Be Healthy as Fuck Without <laughs> Sacrificing the Enjoying Your Life. I talk about one of the things I talk about is releasing anger and hatred uh, towards people. That's so, so important. Mm-hmm. Um, you ain't going to be amazingly happy and you're not going to live an amazing life whilst you're holding on to a lot of hate and anger from people that have fucked you over in the past. Um, so if you want to learn more about that, seriously, go listen to that episode 57, but make sure you finish this one. We're going to be, we're going to be wrapping this thing up, um, very soon. So don't think we're going to be repeating an hour and 45 minutes like <laughs> we did last time. Where, where, what are we on roughly? I'm not sure. 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's the full moon. Now, when the new moon comes along, which is roughly two weeks later, roughly, um, because basically it's kind of like the full moon happens and then, you know, it goes to waning crescent and blah, 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 blah. And then it goes to a new moon. Now, if you're wondering like, what's a, what's a full moon and what's a new moon? I'm not going to go into it. It's just the positions of where it is towards the sun, basically. Mm-hmm. A new moon is when the moon is closest to the sun. The full moon is when the moon is furthest away from the sun. But um, if you're going to get into the moon, go watch a YouTube video that goes for five, 10 minutes and just learn about this shit. Just so you kind of understand. It's good to know. Probably got moon experts listening to this and they're like, that's not right. What are they talking about? They're not. That's not right. If you're a moon expert and this stuff ain't right, then please let me know. Um, I would call myself a a moon intermediate. Moon intermediate. Yeah, it's like intermediate moon dude. I was gonna say moon rookie, but moon intermediate. I'm like I'm not a mookie. A mookie. Yeah. I've got I've got a book. I've I got know, a moon book. So I'm, as soon as you get a moon book, you go from a mookie. I'd say <laughs> a mookie is a, someone that doesn't know moons. Moon, moon, to, oh. So like new to moons. Yeah, it's a mookie. Um, a, a moon intermediate <laughs> is a a dude that owns a book. I'm a moon intermediate. What about a muru? As a moon guru, do you like that? A one? Muru. <laughs> <laughs> You're a muru when you start 
actually wearing moon bracelets and necklaces and stuff and you got like moon tattoos on you you wear like moon tops anyway do you know it would be good having a tattoo of a moon on your ass and then you pull your pants down you give them a moon moon. (laughs) double moon all right where were we all right new moon so you've done your full moon ceremony and when you're listening to this podcast by the way go check out now um what moon cycle is it up to where you're living because for those in melbourne you could be ready yeah you could be ready to go like in like today or tomorrow the next few days it could be a full moon yeah so start doing this stuff interestingly enough unintentionally we are recording this as we approach a waxing gibbous waxing gibbous so So there's today is tuesday thursday so waxing gibbous what's that mean you're gonna ovulate no we're just hoping he it doesn't doesn't pop him out. It doesn't, it doesn't make him arrive early. Yeah. So Courtney's not due for four weeks, hasn't had a kid before. Generally, they say that when you haven't had a kid, you are usually more likely to be, if anything, later than, than earlier. Usually, I feel like I'm going to be right? early. Courtney is going to be early. And I don't know. If this dude pops out in a wax and give us, look the F out. We're going to be doing a part two of this episode. <laughs> We might even get him on. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? One thing we did mention about the moonology, and I know you can't see this, but let's just get even more crazy with this thing. Mm-hmm. So Courtney and I have had an idea of um, we, we had two names. This is before, like, we you know we're trying to conceive and we don't know the sex and that. And we've, we've got these two names, clear names. A boy's name a and a boy's girl's name. boy's name and a girl's name. And we're like both Courtney thought of them. <laughs> And she sold them to me. The girl's name, I was easily sold. I'm easy sold with girls' names. Boys' names, not so much. Because girls' names, I just think of, oh, what's, what's girls' names that have the same name that I like? I think they're a good person. Then I'm like, that's easy. But boys, I don't know why. I'm just kind of like, eh. I don't really have any boys' names that stand out where I like it. So the girl's name was easily sold to me. The boys' name um, that she that she liked, it, like, it took me a bit to come around. But what happened is I met a little boy called this up in Byron Bay, and he's this little boy surfer dude, and he was like a, such a cool guy. And then since meeting him, I'm like, yeah, this is a sick name now. Um, so anyway, we've got these two standout names. If it's going to be a boy, we're calling him this. If it's going to be a girl, we're calling her that. So I, I uh, after Courtney's, um, you know, waxing gibbous thing with all the ovulation, I'm like, all right, I'm getting the moon. Buy the, the book, Moonology. Open it up. And you know how it says at the front of books, like who it's dedicated to? Get ready so to crazy. be get ready to be moonified. The front of the book says for the girl's name that we like and the boy's name that we like. That's I love name. you to the moon and beyond. It's so so crazy. Not spelt the same, but I'm getting I'm getting shivers. Is the two Spine names? Shivers. We were sitting in bed. Luke was reading his book. Goes to open it, and he's like. No way, no way. And I'm thinking, what, what? And he showed it to me. I'm like, I just, I've never seen those two names together ever, let alone now in a book about the moon. Crazy. It was very, yeah. So that was a sign. I'm like, all right, I'm reading this thing. If I wasn't going to read it, I'm reading it now. So that's uh, some moon facts for you. <laughs> I reckon the aliens have got something to do. <laughs> so let's go to the moon moon, um, the moon, new moon ceremony. So you're doing your full moon. Now it's two weeks later, roughly. Obviously, you can check online when the new moon cycle is at. It's time to do some 
New Moonies. Now, the New Moonies is fun because we're now setting our intentions and wishings, wishes. Now, when you should do the New Moon ceremony, as soon as possible after the monthly New Moon, ideally up to eight hours after it. So let's do a test. If the New Moon... I'm going to test if you've been you've been listening. She's, she's, I don't even know if she's listening to me. Yeah, I'm listening. If the new moon is at 2.30 p.m., mm-hmm. when's the best time to do the new moon? Uh, by 12.30 a.m. Uh, oh, no, that's 10 hours. By 10.30 p.m. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So it's like the new, even though the, the full moon you do at night, yeah, well, it's the best time to do it at night. The new moon, it, it doesn't matter. It's like the best part and the best period is to do it within eight hours of the new moon. So the, a new moon might be at night. Yeah, it could be at 10.30 p.m., for example. So then ideally the best time to do your little ceremony is by like something like 6 a.m. But if the new moon actually officially happens at 2.30 in the day, then you can do your little new moon ceremonies at, at uh, 2.35 p.m. Mm-hmm. No. So within eight hours of the new moon popping. All right. So let's go through. Number one is new moon. Get your your journal out, your piece of paper and shit. Write down five to ten people um, or things that you're grateful for. Yeah, we're going with the gratitude chain again. Um, not a bad thing to do. So write them down, five to ten things. Grateful for Courtney. Mm. Grateful for that Sally has moved out next door and taken her amazing body elsewhere. <laughs> I'm grateful for... No, that's not that a good one because it means that you then didn't actually that's cleanse so yourself true. in you the full moon. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the full moon ceremony to release Sally's bloody body. <laughs> um, so five to 10 people and things that you're grateful for. Next one is write down your top 10 wishes or intentions that you want over the coming four weeks. Now, why four weeks? Because basically the new moon happens roughly every four weeks. So you're just setting them for the next four weeks. Like, what are my goals? What do I want? What are my intentions for the next four weeks? And you write them down. You can write down anything at all. You know, um, I would like a uh, million dollars. I would like to land, you know, uh, five new clients. I would, um, I, want to, I want my new car to arrive. I want to get my car like really cheap, this car that I'm going to buy or whatever it is. So write it in. I want a new, I want some new Nikes. Yeah. Anything you want. What would you like? I want it. I don't know. You could say I want Louis. A, what? Louis Vuitton. Oh no. Um, you know, I don't know. It could be that you want to bring someone new into your life. That you uh, want to develop can- a new habit. I don't know. Like yeah, anything. Can anything. literally be anything. Anything that you want is yells. So write down ten of them. All ten. Mm-hmm. Then you want to go through them one by one. And just visualize them all coming true. So if I spoke about the five new clients, close your eyes and just imagine, excuse me, imagine <laughs> the five clients reaching out to you, you know, having this conversation with them, signing them up, whatever the process is for you. Literally visualize it all happening. And just go through your 10 wishes individually. Imagine you get in the Nike shoes and then the, you know, the Amazon dude dropping them off or you walk into the Nike store and grabbing them or maybe someone is going to give you a present, the Nike shoe. Whatever the thing is, just close your eyes and visualize it. Mm -hmm. What's important is that you feel the feelings. This reminds you of Kelly Slater's song. 
feeling the feelings. He's got a song, Kelly Slater. Um, Kelly Slater's very well-known surfer in the world, been around for um, a long, long time. This guy, Kelly Slater, if you haven't heard of him, pretty much everyone's heard of him. But he's turning 50 like in a few days and he just won a world championship comp and he, he won an event. And just to give you an idea that it's kind of like, it's, it's like Michael Jordan still playing basketball yeah. at 50 years old. It's like unheard of because the people he competes against are half his age. They're like generally between 20 to late 20s. Yeah, there's some 30-year-olds, but they're basically the 30-year-olds are getting all wrinkly and all tired and stuff like that and they they're just injured. can't compete. Yeah, yeah so like he's, he's competing against guys half his age because a big part of surfing is fitness. It's not just like to, to compete at that level, the world's best. You got to be crazily fit, and this guy, fifty years old, still competing. Yeah, he won his first like world title, I think, when he was like fifteen years old or something That's like amazing. that. Sixteen years old. He's been going for that long. There's no one, no one. It's basically like no one in the world, no sports person in the world has ever done anything like this. Yeah, ever. He's incredible. Ever, 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 ever. So it's just crazy, and he just won like a, an event. So, um, and not just an event. On he weekend. won pipeline. Pipeline. Hell yeah. So shout out to my man, <laughs> Kelly. Give me a call, Kelly. Um, I'd like I'll, to get you on the podcast. Well, he's Kelly asked to come on the podcast. So I said, look, man, I'm busy. I've got, you know, Courtney and I <laughs> talking at the moon. <laughs> We're talking at the moon, mate, today. We're, so you might have to bump you a little bit. I'll let you know if we can get you on. Um, okay, so where are we? So we're visualizing all the things coming through and we're, what's really important is we're feeling the feelings. Now, why is it important to feel the feelings? Well, you don't want your Nike shoes, yeah? You don't want that BMW. What you really want is the feelings that these things give you. We chase feelings in life, mm -hmm. not material objects. And a lot of people think that, oh, I want a BMW or I want some Nike shoes. Now, what you do want is you want the feelings that it gives you. So, you know, when you have that BMW, what does it make you feel? Well, it makes you feel special. It makes you feel successful. Um, maybe you can show it off to your friends and your family. Maybe your parents, like you feel that your parents are going to be proud of you because, you know, you've got like that BMW. Um, you know, your neighbors kind of know that, oh, your man's got that new BMW. So, like, yeah, that's what you want. You don't want the BMW. You want those feelings. Which is why once you have it, you move on to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> they don't last too long. Yeah. You have your car for a little bit and it's sick for the, maybe the first few weeks, but then eventually you get over it. Right. So that's why you should never be basically living for materialistic things. You'll never be happy and fulfilled based off that. It's an internal thing. So if you're chasing, you know, you want significance in your life or you're wanting, you know, people to look at you or you're wanting people to respect you, um, you shouldn't go chasing that through objects mm -hmm. you should work on your internal state which is ultimately self-love when it ultimately comes down to it yeah if you love yourself you don't really care what other people think that's another episode that's another episode we'll get you back with that baba um so feeling the feelings yeah feeling the feeling so if you feel that you know with the picture your nikes that you want right picture your nikes and like your if maybe you've chosen your Nana is going to give you the Nikes. Your Nana drops around Oxen door and she's like, Hey, Lisa, I got you a present. You're like, Nana, what'd you get I me? Your Nana doesn't sound like 
I got you a pair of Nikes. I know your size and I know what type of Nikes you want. And I bought them for you. (laughs) So you put those Nikes on and then you're like, oh, I feel awesome. I remember when I bought some ASICs. This is back, you know, when, what's his name? What's that? Usain Bolt. Remember Usain Bolt was on the stage back in, you know, years ago, fastest run in the world type thing. Uh, I remember I bought some new ASICs and he was like, you know, he's because he's from Jamaica and their colors are like, you know, yellow, blue, yellow, green, green and black. Mm. And I bought these ASICs that were basically the same colors because I'm like, man, I want to be sick like Usain Bolt. And I put these runners on. I, I, all, all I, I just felt the need to run. <laughs> and I put them on in the shop and I just started running as in, in the shop, running around the shop and running through the soup, like the shopping center. I was just like flying. Yeah, this is around Christmas and there's heaps of people and I'm like darting out of people. I had runners for like these old pair of runners and I put these new Usain Bolt ASICs on. They weren't Usain Bolt ones, but they were same color, right? And I was just like, man, I was like, just felt light, fast, agile, energetic. And I'm like, that was the feeling that was making me feel. Plus, I'm like, I had sick new ASICs. So you want to be like, what are the feelings that you want out of these things? And then visualize the feelings, yeah, of you feeling it. Feeling the feelings. Feeling the feelings. Go listen. If you haven't listened to it, Kelly Slater, Feeling the Feelings. I was also going to say your Nike references, a Macklemore song about exactly that. What? Talking about how. The thrift shop? No. I think it's actually called the Nike. Um, Hmm. About what we would do to get something but at the end of the day it's just a pair of shoes but it is the emotion that you attach to that item (laughs) that makes it what it is yeah definitely Mm -hmm. um and then to finish this thing off what we're going to do is we're going to write down um how you intend to make each of those things happen yeah so if we're using the the bmw example maybe you're like you know i just need to sign 10 new clients this month um and i need to go into the bmw showroom and speak to one of the dudes just write down a few things how you actually intend to make it happen and then to finish it off we're just going to meditate for 15 minutes so close your journal sit down close your eyes and put your timer on 15 minutes just meditate that's the new moon ceremony um so that's it and you'll find that after you, what you should do is once you've had this journey, you've written all that stuff down, close it, don't look at it. And then when you do your next full moon, sorry, new moon ceremony, four weeks later, check out your journal and see how many of those things have come true. Mm. Now you got to be kind of like, you know, if you're going to be writing down things like, if you don't believe it's going to happen, it ain't going to happen. That's the way manifestation works, right? So if you're going to write down, ah, sick, I'm going to write down, I'm going to get 50 million bucks in the next um four weeks weeks, and you haven't yet to make your first hundred dollars um like you've got to you've got to take that into consideration in a way if you don't believe it it will not happen so if you're writing down i'm just gonna write down 50 minutes but you don't believe that's gonna happen well it's probably not gonna happen so just like write down things where you're like look there is a this is the important part is that anything can happen so believe that but it's almost like allow room and space for the magic to happen mm-hmm. yeah i think that's, that's important when it comes to manifestation because if all you do is write down things that you believe can happen well it's probably not going to be amazing stuff 
Because if it's like, oh, I believe I can get one client and you've always had one client, but it's like I've never had 10 clients. But if you believe that, hey, look, is it possible to get 10 clients in the next four weeks? 100% it is. Does, there, does it require a little bit of magic in the world to happen? Yeah, of course. So just believe that, yeah, it's possible, but also trust and open up to there's a little bit of magic that happens all behind the scenes to bring it all to you. All right, so uh, any last words on the Mooney? Getting mooned? Courtney's going to be getting a tattoo on her bum <laughs> and she's going to be pulling down her pants and mooning everyone, double moon. <laughs> I can reassure you that is not going to happen. <laughs> if it does, we're going to... We're going to do a podcast episode on it. <laughs> uh, no, just that, yeah, if, if this has kind of resonated with you, um, if you're a woman listening to this, definitely um, reach out to us if you find out that, again, you actually do ovulate within that moon phase. It would be really interesting. Mm, I'd like to know that as well. Yeah, so let us know and hopefully take something away from this that um, changes a pattern in your life, whether that is to do cleansing ceremonies or new moon ceremonies or be open to energy shifts yeah hopefully you can take something away from today you you hey there hope you enjoyed this week's episode make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that i release every couple of weeks and if you've enjoyed the, the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page.